Hey everyone, welcome to the Chavrusas podcast. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'm here with my Rebbe, the Mar. And today we will be covering the NFL draft. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. We're also going to talk about growth in Israel for a little bit. It's sort of a shorter episode. We kind of did it on the fly. Um, yeah, please enjoy. Make sure to spread the word about our podcast. And yeah, enjoy. As you know, the NFL draft was recently. Yeah, you know, you know what the problem is? I have not followed college football in huh. a while. How old am I? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a University of Miami fan. We've had, we, we had a good year a couple of seasons ago. Uh, the, our defense was amazing a couple of seasons ago. We had a slow couple of years, but it is what it is. Um, Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars, that, that I think is a great pick. Um, my favorite, my favorite part of the draft though was the the best part, the best move I think that was made in the entire NFL draft was the Justin Fields, the Justin, the trade, and pick, the Bears took Justin Fields were with a trade with the New York Giants. Is that good for both sides? It's good, for, great for both sides. The Giants got an extra first round pick out of it. They swapped the first round picks this year. They're they're gonna they get the Bears first round pick next year plus I think a third round pick this year and a third round pick last year or next year. So I think I think it was a pretty good trade for both sides. You guys are looking long term. Bears looking short term. And no, the Bears are looking long term. Justin Fields is a young quarterback with a lot of promise, up a lot, a lot of, of potential. There. They gave up a lot of picks there, but if it if ju- they, in order to save their jobs, the Bears entire organization was on the hot seat. Gotcha. I mean, their their quarterback situation was pretty terrible for the past couple of years. Mitch Trubisky. Didn't play very well. Yeah. Was it Daniel yeah. Cole or something like that? Also, what was going on with that? I I I don't I don't remember Pretty who their quarterbacks stuff. was, but their their quarterback situation was not good. By the way, by the way, I'll pick your brain here. Name a Hall of Fame quarterback from the Chicago Bears. That's right. There yeah, probably isn't any. There probably isn't any. Nineteen forties. The the yeah. the last like good quarterback. The last good quarterback. That I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl a couple like maybe 10, 15 years ago. Do you remember who that was? Rex Grossman. Right. That's right. You, can I say my line? Sure. Rex Grossman. This is the only intelligent line I've ever said on sports, okay? Rex Grossman was so bad that on his best days you could see flashes of mediocrity. This guy yeah. sucked. This yeah, guy was terrible. But the the Bears team was good. The Bears defense. Of course. Defense special teams. The Bears defense right now is very, very, very They've solid. Been known for it always. They the Bears defense right now is very but their offense over the past couple of seasons has been lacking. Mm-hmm. And this draft, the the drafting of Justin Fields. The in order, everyone in the Bears organization was on the hot seat. the The Bear, Bears fans weren't very happy with the with the the lack of offense that has been taking place the last couple of years. Okay, makes sense. So they, in order to save their job, they had to draft a quarterback. So they moved up in the draft to number eleven pick to draft Justin Fields. I hope it works out for them. I really do because it's. I think it was a very ballsy move on their part. On their part, they had to, they had to make a move and they made it. I don't well. Only time will tell whether it'll work out or not. Yeah, they're doing all. But they made they made the move that they had to make in order to a save their jobs and b keep their fans happy. So I think, I think that was a very good move for them. Let's see if this guy's good. An O line and a couple of weapons. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. The but another another thing about the draft though, I wanted to point out, Joe Burrow got injured last year. Basically, the reason why Joe Burrow got injured last year was because of the Bengals had a serious lack of an offensive line. And I expected them to take Penny Sewell, the O-lineman who was taken two picks later by Detroit. I expected them to take him 
so they their O line so they have a little bit more protection for Joe Burrow on 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 the line. But instead, they took Jamar Chase, who is Joe Burrow's favorite target at LSU. I think, like, playmaking-wise, it will work out for them because Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, yeah, they have that LSU connection. Jamar Chase happens to be very, very talented as well. But we, the Bengals, the thing about the Bengals is we don't know how good they'll be because, again, they have no offensive line. Yeah. Joe Burrow, That's critical. any quarterback, no matter who, who yeah. it is, every quarterback needs an offensive line in order to actually do well. If the quarterback doesn't have time to throw the ball, it won't work out very well. So, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I have a question. I'm literally yeah. open-ended question here to some extent. Um, basically, the, the rule of thumb is if you don't have an offensive line... You're, you're, you're screwed. I don't you're, care who you are. You're, name, yeah. name the talent. It doesn't make a difference at the quarterback yeah. position. Like you saw, say, you saw the Super Bowl. The the entire Chiefs offensive line was basically the entire Chiefs offensive line was was out. They were all injured, and and the, and yeah. the Tampa Bay defense ended up destroying them. There you go. Just hundred yeah, percent. You have a decent defense. Destroy whatever. Them. You're finished. And so Patrick Mahomes, you know, we are not uh, doubting now, his ability. Now he can't. I know that. I know that the Bengals, they're the the team themselves, isn't that talented. I happen to really like Joe Burrow. I happen to really, really like Joe Burrow. I think that the Bengals build build an offense around Joe Burrow. I feel like their offense could be very good. But you also got to think defensively. The Bengals, their defense, mediocre. So it's transition not, year. Not great. Okay, it's a transition year. It's a transition year. Burrow's only in his second year. But the thing about young quarterbacks in today's NFL is unless they're backing up a veteran – they don't they don't they have to be good immediately unless you're going into a situation like let's let's give an example Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay a couple yeah. of years, uh, like a bunch of years sure. ago Aaron Rodgers was a late was a late-ish round pick and the and he learned on, he was the backup to Brett Favre for how many years seven couple years no couple years no. he was he was the backup behind Brett Favre for a couple of years so he learned the game from one of the greats Unless that happens, a quarterback, a young quarterback, is, is, is supposed to play very well immediately. immediately yeah, and if they, don't, if they don't, they're considered a bust. That's the problem with, with sports these days. Yeah, the everyone, wants, everyone wants that instant gratification. Like in basketball, too, you want that instant gratification. Oh, I drafted, we drafted this guy, sixth overall pick. What's he doing this season? All right, he's averaging... It's fourteen points, five assists, six rebounds. Yeah, that's per, that's pretty solid. Right. That, that I, I so they don't want to watch him develop. They, they don't. Want to see they, him want, they want eight. They want. They want. They want to see him go off every single game. Right. I mean, that those stats are very good, but you're expecting in the tw- in the year twenty twenty one, they're expecting rookies to come in there and be and have an impact immediately. Yeah, like a Shaq or Jordan Woods back in the day. Which, game. which, it's which, it, it isn't, it isn't right for the players to have that much pressure on them to do well. So here's my question. It takes a couple seasons here's for, question. They, for, they, here's for question. them I'm to I'm talking with well. you, by the way. You're saying it very well. Here's my question. West Coast offense, when it first gets fully introduced, even though West Coast offense in football, yeah. Yeah, West Coast offense, um, you know, when they get, get back in the 49ers, it was really old, older. It was really yeah, Chiefs yeah. even swung it. But when, when it gets pulled in, you know, in the 80s, by the 49ers. Um, um, until, until, until the Michael Vick era when it was basically, like, perfected. Uh, to some extent. Vick, Vick, Vick wasn't such a, an accurate quarterback. Also, he wasn't I mean, very... He wasn't, wasn't an accurate quarterback. Good. He was just 
athletic and fast. Yes. That was that was the thing mm. about Michael Vick. He was athletic. So here's my question. And fast. Here's my question. If you get a West Coast offense next level, here let me explain in a second. And not just several different options, but as well, you do a faster offense. I Meaning like this, okay? Here's what I'm saying. Well, we, I've had this conversation with the 85 Bears. 85, the 85 Bears were slow. The 85 no? Bears were slow. They were methodical. The 85 Bears, their defense was... They were two different teams. Oh, so almost like... They, the two... The offense and the defense didn't like each other. The coaches on... The offensive coach and the defensive coach didn't like each other either. Yeah, the head coach they didn't were, like the defensive coach either. They were, they were two... They were basically two separate teams, offense yes. and defense. Yes. But it worked. So almost like here's my thing though the 85 Bears, although although their their defense was definitely dominant. a lot better than their offense yes. was okay. and that's including the fact that oh Jim McMahon and all that aside they had Walter Payton they and did. they still had way better their defense. Their, their defense was absurd okay, yeah. so here's the question okay so they they always say like oh the 85 Bears, 85, 85 Bears would not have been able to contain a, a not a West Coast offense they did they contained the 49ers they would not have been able to contain a modern era West Coast offense. Here's my question: because of because of the amount of movement, like There's the tight end, too many options. The, the tight end position in today's NFL is mm-hmm. much different than it was back in the day. Much back water. in the day, back in the day, Blocker. the tight ends would be blockers. Would be blockers. Out of out of the three down out of three downs, they'd probably block for two. Right. Meanwhile, the last 15, 20 years, what are the names? Like just Tony, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Gates. Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. You kidding me? Travis Kelsey, Witten, Witten. This is insane. Kittle. Ch- it changes the game. Yeah, totally changes the game. Because because these one, guys, these guys could block too. Most of these most of these tight ends could block too. I mean, yeah, you have the like, all those guys can block. You have the couple tight ends who are like a little bit on the smaller side and not as great blockers, yes. but are crazy talented catchers. They could catch anything that comes to them. That's what the tight end position has turned to. Obviously, the the tight ends who could block will do more for you. But if you have an athletic, high jumping, very good catching tight end, reach, yeah, with a great reach, you can that he could he could do very well. Obviously, the blocking would be lagging behind a little bit because you do want your tight end to be able to block in those third downs when you're trying to get it to your running back or trying to get it to your receiver to try to make a play and get that first down. The tight end position, it's just, it just it it evolved into what it is today. It's as you've seen this with every sport, every every sport besides maybe baseball. You you seen you see positions evolve. Yeah, and they get a bit faster. They get faster. They get more athletic. And they don't even get smaller. At every, at every position, smaller. at every position, yes, you yes, see yes, DK yes. Metcalf, a freak athlete, freak yeah. athlete, humongous. I don't know how much he. I don't remember how much he weighs or how tall he is off the top of my, my head. He is big, and he's so hard to guard because he's the he's the he's a mix of speed, strength. Catching ability, everything. He's just—he's the perfect example of what the wide receiver position could grow into at some point. So they say the eighty-five Bears would not have been able, for example, to contain the Patriots of the of the thousands, right? Yeah. Because I, they, they were too many hours too quick. You dump an eight-yard pass, you're finished, right? Yeah. So now watch who would be able to stop that. I think that the Ravens clearly can stop it because the Ravens, Ravens at the same time period, and you got Ray Lewis. You have any of those, any of those. The, the, Ray, the, Ray, the Ray Lewis Ravens defense was very, very good. Yeah, and I'm talking about the was, first was, one. I mean, the second one could do it too. Yeah. Point is, though, is that they can do it now. Here's the question. Now you have some defenses that are pretty serious. What happens if you have a Bengals offense that's lightning speed? You're not looking for eight yards. You're looking for five yards. Every yeah, play, every so play. That's, that's... Can you stop that? There, no O-line. So no there's, two, there's two... There, there are a couple different types of ways you could play. You could play offense. You could play... And, and and teams they mix they mix together the certain types of offense together in a game. There you have the the 
three to five yard rushes with your running back. You have the you have the five to eight yard passes with your with your receivers with and you have your your short yardage situation with your tight end and then you have the long long yardage situations too. It's about finding the right the right balance. Any NFL team would would take a three yard positive yardage situation over a throw potentially eight yards, but it ends up being an incompletion. You might as well get those three yards on first down than go for eight yards and only have to worry about getting two the next down because if it's an incomplete, you're done. Yeah. You, you, you lose it down. So, but is it possible for them to have a, a lightning speed, not look at the mid-games? Could they just survive without an O-line? It, it is, but... Could they change the game? The, but the O-line, not having an O-line is a big hit. I, and That's the thing. And later in games when you need more yardage to, let's say, get into field goal range, is speed really going to get you that? So you need, so you're you saying they're screwed anyway. You just you need playmakers. They can hope to change the game. You need you need to be able to get the and in 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 later in later in like tight clock situations, you need to be able to get your ball your ball you need to be able to get that ball to your playmakers. And getting the ball to your playmakers five yards out may not even help. So I'll tell you, I like this, and I'm very, very good. You bring up something that that re- makes me realize that we're only touching half our demographic, and, and we're really only talking pretty much to the Yeshiva guys. I'm thinking maybe we could switch up a little bit just for half a second. Cause, sure. You know? Talk about, like, you know, there's so much talent out there. There's there, so much talent. And it reminds me of the Shidduch crisis. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of from girls. There are a lot of A lot of religious girls, and guys and have they get no married, shortage. And they get, and they get married. The, the thing about the Shidduch... Yeah, they get married. Some of them don't. The thing about the Shidduch system... So what's going on? How do we... The thing about the Shidduch... Like second demographic the, out there. The thing about the Shidduch... I'm going to just add a flag. All right. Um, the thing about the Shidduch system in general it's is... Full, full girls get... Girls, they usually try to get married around like 21, 22. Yeah. Maybe younger. Yeah. 19, somewhere between 19. Not that they have to, but... Somewhere between might. 19 and 22. They're mo- like most most good wifey material girls are usually Ooh. taken by, like, by the time they reach 22, 23 years old. Okay. The guys, however, they don't... They... they the really good guys that end up staying in Yeshiva for a couple of years, they don't... They, some of them might not even get married until 25, 26. Okay. Most of them don't. So you have younger girls and old, you, have y- you have the younger, like, 19, 20-year-old girls and the 25, 26-year-old guys. Yeah, it's a bit of a, not, not exactly cradle robbing, but whatever. And then, and, but another thing about that I've noticed is there are guys and girls who just, I hate to say it, but they, they aren't marriable, meaning they haven't worked on themselves enough yet to be... Like to be marriable. That that marriageable. That's, yeah, mar- yeah, yeah. Like they're not they're not marriage material. Marriage material. Like if I think everyone should go to either your seminary or yeshiva because I think that even if you don't grow that much learning wise, a cert- you get a certain maturity after being in Israel. That you you most people when when they finish in Israel, whether they go one year, two years, three years, six years, no matter what. If you go to Israel, you have that experience of being in Israel, and you start to get a start to grasp what, what you're looking for usually. Okay, so I'm gonna can I throw somebody because I like sure. your point, but it lets the it's nice to be away from you know your mother's apron drawstrings, and it's good to be uh, away for a, a second out, out of the um, scrutiny of yeah. parents and the way this, the American system is. Um, 
You know, I'll tell you something. When I was when I was in Shivir, so we had to pay bills. Yeah, you had to, like, you had to oh, pay bills for yeshiva. Well, yeah. Well, here's what I mean. I don't mean. I don't mean. Um, I'm not referring to tuition. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm referring to your electric bill. The electric bill. A phone so, bill. Gas bill. You know what I mean? Obviously. Legit, real utilities. Obviously. Guess what? Yeshiva kids don't usually see that. Seminary girls don't see that. Obviously. Mom and dad's credit cards. I don't know. About obviously. That. Obviously, the well, mom and dad have to pay the either the either mom or dad or the or the or the or the or the student Is budgeting. Has to pay. Has to pay the. Has to pay the phone bill. Electric company. The in yeshiva, the heat sometimes doesn't work. The AC sometimes doesn't work. There's only hot water a couple hours a day. It's not the greatest situation, but <laughs> you get. But you get. You get used to it. You get used to it. It's. 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 At this point, for me, it's just. It's more of a annoyance than it is like. Then it, it's more of an annoyance than it really gets on my nerves. It's more of an. It's. It's an annoyance. Mild, I, you know. It's a sense. mild annoyance. I've gotten used to it. I've gotten used to it. It's it's still annoying, but it is what it is. You can't change that. See, that's what I'm saying. You have, let's say, I don't want to pick on the girls, but you have girls, and they, you know what? It's good for them to have a little bit of independence. What is the independence, though? Are we talking about financial independence? No. Are no, we we're talking about, about are they, we're talking about being away from your parents. And so someone else makes shopping plans for them. I'm true story. You, you make. They have a person that makes phone calls that's for true. them that, to go yeah. shop. Like, where? What's the maturity? Yeah, I'm not saying they I don't. I'm asking a question. That's all. Where's the ma- the maturity comes being? It sounds like an all expense paid vacation. You're you're the you're you're away from your parents for months for a few months. You're having a great sleepover party for a year. Now what? Shiva guy, guy goes. Yeshiva, so that's what, boys. So, so some people, know. for some people, that's what happens. They end up parting the whole year. But, it's a risk, you're saying, but it's worth the risk. But it's worth the risk because there's a chance, like a lot of people when they go to yeshiva or seminary, they end up, whether they whether they realize it or not, they end up growing. Meaning the opportunity for growth, though, is... The opportunity for growth is, is, here. is there, 100%. Okay. And it's there, you just got to grab it. You just Unless you're in the wrong place, unless you're in the wrong yeshiva or the wrong seminary... Or doing the wrong thing. Or doing the wrong thing... The opportunity for growth is there. You just gotta, you just gotta focus on it and grab it. Right, it's much it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like that. It's like that Eminem song. Lose, um, lose yourself. If you could capture everything you ever wanted at one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? You just, you gotta, you gotta have that mindset going in that this is what I need to do. I, this is my opportunity. I gotta make the most out of it. You know, you say something very good. I was at um at a, a yeshiva where the end of the year guys got up to speak. And one of the guys said exactly your point. He said, like, I'm hearing everyone else speak about how much they grew this year, and they really did. And I'm looking, thinking to myself, like, I really didn't. Well, and I had an opportunity. I blew it. I want to come back next year. I really want to exact, grow. Yes. It's, much, it's exactly what so, you said. So, for me, last year, I didn't, I didn't have the greatest year last year, like, growth-wise. This year, I, felt, I feel like I turned it around in a full 360, and I'm going up. That's that's what I feel like. I'm like 180, 180, 180, 180, 180. I don't know, 180. So they, I feel like I just got, I just got to keep, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm coming back trying to give it, Woo, bring it on. Mirtashem, because I feel like there's still, there's still growth to be, to be, to be had. There's still more, there's still more I expect from myself. I, I expect more from myself than I'm currently at religiously. Gotcha. I, work, work in progress. I'm, I'm not 100... I, I think, in my opinion, I've been successful. 
but I'm not where I want to be just done. yet. Just not done yet. That's yeah. Not. It's like making making a cake. You know, so, you're not done baking. An- so another thing about the yeshiva, the yeshiva system. Some of these, some of these guys aren't in the right place, and that's that's just okay. that just happens. And for some of these yeshivas. I'm not going to name names, but let's say like more, some of the more Modox yeshivas that push. You go to Israel. One year, go to college. College, 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 college. Yeshiva one year, college, 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 college. That's not, that is not, in my opinion, the best way to do it. For you. For me, but for... For some of those guys too. For, for, some, for some people, yeah, it's, it works. For other, but for some people who are in programs like that, that just push college after one year, they would do much better going back to bet. They would, okay. they, they're missing out okay. on a great opportunity to grow even more coming back on a bet. Obviously some people, yeah, one year is good enough, but for the most part, I, I think as much as you can gain in Shana Aleph, you can gain, you can grow a lot more in Shana Bet. If you put your mind to growing in Shana Bet, Shana Bet is an opportunity that you have to grow significantly it's sort of like you're saying well now now that i know what it's all about and i'm like i, I get it and I, I did my party and I sort of realized that that's like not not, not what really i want to not what i want to do in my i'm life. really ready to mature and it's like well yeah well, now you're going to college and like now you go but, to college but i really want to grow in really, yeah, religiously I mean, and like, okay. let's say let's that's say you're in, let's say you're in shana aleph and it's around purim time and you feel like you haven't done anything and you so you start doing stuff after perm. You start actually learning after perm. That's not enough time. You only have like what two months until you go home for the summer, and then the, everyone's pushing college, college, college. No, people people should people need to understand that sometimes for some people in certain situations, shana bet would be more important in the long run than starting college a year early than starting college after shana aleph. I like it. I I think if you if you could. Wait a year. Do Shana. Do Shana bet. Start college when you're what something like twenty, twenty one. That'll be a lot better. Okay. Not everyone's like me. I'm coming. Great. I'm coming back Shana Gimel. Mir Hashem. Not everyone's like me. Not everyone could do three years and could Get hope, back, go back for the parents. Go for this. three years. Yeah. Not everyone could go for three years. Like my parents have been very accepting. They they're like, whatever, because they they've seen how my my growth this year. They've right. seen how much better I've gotten this year. Right, like the small little subliminal messages. Oh, we support anything you do. Go back third year. Go back third. Yeah, we totally. Yeah, yeah but my my parents weren't really pushing me third year. They were they Hoping were like against hope. They were they were do whatever you think is best. They weren't anti me going back third. They aren't anti me going back third right. year. But they they're not going to force me to go back third year. They just want me to do what I feel like is the best thing for me to do at this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring it back still for one thing because I, I realize now that I I don't think I've ever heard this question asked and I would love to hear your answer on this one, okay? Because I might I might weigh in on it too, but let's everyone's talking about the whole again the shitter crisis. I'm gonna focus on it. Because yeah. everyone wants to talk about it. I wanna hear something crazy over here. Okay? The the whole wait, the, the whole story behind the shitter crisis is there are aren't enough girls or aren't enough guys. Mm. What's, what's what's the problem? They say here? this they say, which is ironic, there's just too many girls at a, at a quick point. Too like, many girls at a, at a young age, at a quick point, when guys are, yeah, there are a bunch of 21-year-olds who are looking to get married, but they're all, but a lot of them are like 24, 25. Or 22, 23 even. And like 22, 23, you said like, well, I can marry a 21-year-old, but, but, I can marry a 19-year-old. But girls, they'll, they'll take an older guy. I don't, like, But the older not, guy might not say that like, you know what, I can take 21, I can take a 19-year-old though. 
What do, what do I care for a 21? Not that there's anything wrong with 21. Yeah. There's not anything. Yeah, but. And they could. They, they could. What does a girl do? I just want my question. What should a girl do? She's coming back. She's finishing first year seminary. Finishing first year seminary. What should she do to ensure that she does not end up a spinster like her sister, cousin, or anything else like that? Even though she's got no, no strikes against her. What should she do to ensure that? Because there are a trillion of them. It's, but it's you gotta you gotta put your you gotta put yourself out there. If you don't put How? yourself out Where? there, what? You gotta get a, like a shadchan, or if you don't want to go through the actual shidduch system, okay. you gotta you gotta talk to guys, try to find yourself like a, a boyfriend or something. Where there, it, there are ways, Rebbe. It's the twenty first century. Is there a from Tinder? <laughs> if there, uh, I'm you know sure there gonna... is. I'm sure there is. It's called the shadchan system. It's it's. Meeting people. Ultra religious grinder. No, but oh, whoa. 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 Did you go? I went there? You went there. I did. I'm sorry. So meeting people, especially in this, in this era, is especially easy. You can, it's so easy for someone from New York to meet someone from LA or someone from Chicago. It's just so easy. As long as you put yourself out there and are be, and be at least a little bit like social, like, yeah, this is what, like... I want to get married. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start meeting guys or meeting girls. As long as you put yourself out there, you'll be able to find people. May not be the right one. You might have to wait a little bit. But you'll. As long as you put yourself out there, you'll be able to find people. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think it's that difficult. I don't think it's that. The 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 thing about finding people. Isn't really that difficult. It's the but it's about finding the right one that I think is difficult. As long as you put yourself out there though and try, I don't see how you could fail consistently for seven eight years trying to find a shit. Trying to find yourself like just old. Unless unless even old. unless like, unless if if you've gone seven eight years without finding a shit, it's time to it's time to look inside. Oh, look gosh. at look at yourself. It hurts, see, but I hear you. And see. What can so I do differently? So easy for us to for guys. You know what I mean. What could I? What could I do differently? But if I, I, if I, if if I, if seven, eight years after I left Israel, I wasn't married yet. I'd do the same thing. I'd look inside. I'd be like, okay, um, twenty eight, twenty nine. I'm not married yet. What could I do differently? Oh, that's cool. Because you're not even saying what did I do wrong. You're just saying okay. What, what could, could I, I do, do differently? What can I do differently? Well, positive, more. Yeah. More, okay. Not like. I'm not thinking about any I'm, negative thoughts about myself might come up. Obviously, that happens because well, it's, very, it's very, it's very, it's very discouraging yes. when you when you try for such a long time and fail. That's true. Very discouraging. Like when when a couple is trying to have a kid for eight nine years, it's very discouraging for them. the 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 wife is probably losing her mind. Yeah. So it's. It's very discouraging to have to wait long periods of time for something that is so common in the Jewish world and so like expected. Well, Everyone's expected to ha- get married. There's a social and, and, pressure. And, and, there's a so there one hundred percent. There's a social pressure. But if and for some people, if marriage isn't the right right for them, okay, great, whatever. Everyone has to choose that for themselves. But if you're trying for like seven eight years, you got it's time for you to look inside yourself. What can I do differently? Like what is wrong? What? Why am I not married yet? What have I done that people don't, that girls don't like? What What am I doing that isn't right? Do I not learn enough? Do I not daven enough? Do I not? Am I am am I not f- 
am I am I not normal whatever enough? It be, whatever, 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 it be. whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. It's it's all you gotta. You, it's you just got you just gotta look and and try to try to you gotta work on yourself before you can get married. I'm very mocked on this. Before you get married, you have to spend at least a year or two working on yourself, focusing on yourself, look, seeing for yourself, what do I want? What will benefit me? What will put me in the best position five, 10 years down the road? Heck, maybe not even what would benefit me. Just like, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? What do I got to do? What do I got to do to set me up for success in two years? 100%. 100%. So for okay. me, for me, that, 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 what can I, that, what can I do is I can come back to Gimmel. I can continue the growth I had this year. At this point, I'm not where I want to be religiously just yet. I'm getting there. Spiritually and mindset-wise, I'm, uh, I'm very close. Religiously, I'm not as close as I want to be. So that's why I'm coming back to Sean Gimble, because I want to work on myself so I could be the best husband, father, Jew I could possibly be three years down the road. I'm not focusing on now. Now is, is my time. I'm gonna do what I need to do for now. Just at the present, you're gonna create. At the present, I'm a, gonna create. A, 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 a you create a path that in the future you'll be able to create a path that in the future I'll be able to 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 ex, to meet maybe or even to exceed the goals I have. Well said. That's well said. I can deal with that. So I'm not I'm not saying yeah everyone should go back three years because it, it'll it'll only help you. Some. It'll help. It'll help a lot of people going two, three years, but not everybody. It's it's something you got to decide for yourself. But you, whatever you do, whether you come back on a bed and gimmel or, or not, it's about finding. Even when you get back home to America after seminary or yeshiva, it's about finding the right place where you fit in, where you will get the most growth. Okay. So in conclusion. Offensive lines are super underrated. Offensive and, lines are uh, super overrated. People, um, have got, super people have got to focus on that. You've got, you've got to, in order, in order to, in order to do well in the NFL, you need, you need to have a solid offense. So that's point number one. Point number two, guys and girls have got to come to this. Right? It's just like it's, just it's, it's, it it's super important that, that it's super important that everyone comes to Israel. The opportunity. The, it's, to it's, to it's an, it's an opportunity that you get once in your life. You finish 100%. high school. You have the opportunity to go to Israel. And point number three. Whether whether you oh. go whether you stay in Israel or not, whether you go whether you say, I'm not sure I want to go to Israel. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go for a month, two months, see how it is, see if I like it. If not, I'll dip. I'll leave. That's fine. I leave everyone. I think I think everybody everybody would benefit from giving it a chance. Okay. And point number three though is just just Work on the things you ought to at the present, and if things didn't work out for whatever crazy reason, then look to see what will. Look to at that see. Point look to well, if something doesn't work out how expect how it, it was expected. You look back on it and you say, "This didn't work out how it was, how it was I was expecting." What could I do now? What 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 do I do now? Either to fix it or to move on from this failure. Hundred percent. Okay. And to move past this failure. Good stuff. The all right. That's it. In conclusion. All it's right, the Mar so over here. It's the Mar, our own. Uh, we we hope you like that pilot episode of our podcast. <laughs> um, for all of those people who don't really care about football, I apologize for for making you sit through that. Refuge Lema. Refuge Lema. But <laughs> the 
it would it would help us a lot if you can like spread this spread the podcast to other yeshiva seminary girls i think everyone could benefit from just just I, i'm not sure i think we're we're I think we we can do pretty well. Yeah, we'll broaden it. We'll, it'll be I good. think I think it'll we could good. broaden our horizons and broaden our topics a little more. This was just the first episode. This was just like a pilot to see how this goes. I think we had a pretty decent conversation, and we'll we'll be back. Hope maybe maybe sometime next week. Hopefully, who knows? Maybe maybe earlier than that. Maybe I I don't know our schedule. I I haven't figured out what schedule we want to do yet. Whether we want to do once a week, twice a week, we'll figure it out. But yeah. Anyway, um, peace have out. Good, peace out, everybody. Have a great day. May God give you nothing but hatzlacha, happiness, success. Everyone should have a amazing day, amazing week. Thank you for listening. Amen. Oh,